Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Pastor Ron, man, and welcome to Game Day Gospel. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for your time on this uh, conference championship Monday. Um, we got a lot to chop up, man. But don't forget to share this. Don't forget to follow this podcast. Don't forget to leave comments. It helps me immensely. So I, I pray that everyone could, could help support and continue to support. It's free. A comment, a like, a follow, five stars, all that is free regardless of what platform you're listening to. So, um, I hate to tell you I told you so, but I told you so. Um, Lamar Jackson came up small in a big spot. Um, I, I, I hate to say this, and I, it's not trying to discredit him or trying to you know, say he's not a really good player, but we right now need to find out if Lamar Jackson is really an elite or top QB. You got to find out if Lamar Jackson is really that guy because up until this year, he didn't have any championship, have any playoff victories. Yesterday, he, he threw 20 for 37, 272, one touchdown and one interception. He also ran the ball um, eight times for 54 yards. And and honestly, after watching the game, I'm surprised he threw for that much. I didn't think he had that many completions or that many pass that, that many passing yards. Um, and this ultimately falls on his back. This loss is ultimately Lamar Jackson's fault. Yeah, we could talk about Zay Flowers and the unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty and the fumble, of course. Not saying those things didn't play a part, but you still had a chance to win. Where was Lamar Jackson before that? Where was Lamar Jackson in the first half? And, you know, shout out to the Chiefs defense, but they shut him down. They made him do what they wanted him to do. And my knock has always been on Lamar Jackson was the following. If you're playing a team, that takes away your lanes to run, that takes away the scrambling, that takes away the rushing yards, and they're, they're very disciplined, and however they do it, will you be able to win a game with your arm? And I don't think so. He's a very limited passer. Very limited passer. And that's why in the offseason, folks want to chant racism or you know classism or cultural wars as to why he didn't get paid. This is why he didn't get paid. If you put Joe Burrow in that game, they're winning the game. If you put um, uh, Josh Allen in that same situation, yes, he lost last week, but in that same situation, 17-7 going into halftime, the Chiefs only scored three. No, I'm sorry. The Chiefs didn't score any points in the second half. Will Josh Allen find a way to win the game? I would say yes. Will that Prescott try to find, be able to find a way to win a game? Maybe. So I ask, is Lamar Jackson levels with Dak Prescott? Great regular season numbers. You play lesser competition. But at the end of the day, you're you're not a game changer. And, and, it, and honestly, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm playing off the term that Cam Newton used, like either you're a game manager or you're a game changer. And I think Lamar Jackson's a little bit in between. I think I think he he can be a game changer, 
but he needs perfect conditions where he's able to run able to scramble you know and do all that in order for him to to be prosperous he's a really good QB but he's also a limited quarterback and when I used to say that he's not top five top 10 to me this is what I meant I meant that in games where they um, take away all your stuff and you can't run they stack the box they have a spy there you know, they, they contain. Can Lamar Jackson drop back 30, 40 times and win a game? And numbers show that he's not. He can't. He can't do it. So then we, we, we ask ourselves, you know, where does he rank? Right? So you have Mahomes, number one. You have Joe Burrow, number two. You have... Um, Josh Allen, number three. You have some people will say gotta put a CJ Stroud up there, but I'll I'll put Justin Herbert. I think he's he's levels. He's a nice. He's number four. Uh then it's a potpourri. It, it depends on the week because that next spot can go to Lamar Jackson. Uh but you could also put CJ Stroud. After yesterday, do you trust Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy? Because Brock Purdy had the same opportunity. He had to come back, and he came back. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying that um, their levels or he's better, but you also have to look at resume. So after the, t- the top four, Herbert, Mahomes, um, Allen and and Burrow, right? Those top four are in a tier by themselves. Like I like using tiers. And then um, next is a potpourri of players. <laughs> it's 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 the you know though he's young. It's a Jordan Love. It's a Matthew Stafford. It's again a Brock Purdy. It is um uh um uh, uh Kirk Cousins. It's, it's um. I'm gonna put Jared Goff there. It's a Dak Prescott. Those guys are now in that Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud. Those guys, Tua, those guys are now jumbled up with Lamar as as a top player, as a top QB. You know, he does have numbers, and people are gonna throw in my face two MVPs, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's all cool. And I will never take that away from him. You know, but is he is he Steve Nash or is he Steph Curry? Right? People say, uh, you know, Steve Nash got you know. They look back at Steve Nash's career and when it's when it's two MVPs, they roll their eyes like he shouldn't have gotten it. He's not an all time great X Y Z X Y Z. But is that who Lamar Jackson is? Because this was their best chance to win, and he could not bring his team over the, over the finish line. This is his chance to get into that conversation as tier one. And he, he choked it away. You know, I, I talk about moments. I talk about drives. I talk about um, games where people help define their legacy and bump them up different tiers and on the rankings. And he unfortunately has not been able to do it. With the Chiefs, again, scoring no points in the second half. So your defense showed up. Their offense was limited. Right, and you having all these weapons because 
the argument for so long, Lamar Jackson was limited because he had no receivers. All your receivers were there, right? You had all that, and yet you were unable to come through big in a situation. So, so what do, what do we say? What do, what are we saying now? You know, what are we saying right now about Lamar Jackson? Because unfortunately, this loss has to fall on his back. And now it can't be like you can't look back and say, oh, you know, this offseason, they're going to get all these receivers. Receivers were good. Now they're going to shore up this defense. The defense was good. It's just getting better. And it's not to say he's not a good QB. It's not to say that he's not uber talented. It's not to say he's he's a top QB, but he's not in the same breath with Josh Allen, with Joe, with Joe Burrow. He's not in the same breath, you know, in my mind with Justin Herbert. Um, I think Herbert's gonna have a big year with a with a better quote, the better coach. His issue wasn't talent. His issue was was coaching. So all these excuses that have been made for Lamar Jackson, there were no excuses this year. They were at home, um, all of that, you know. But yet he came up small in those big situations. So I think tough loss, man. Tough loss for the Bills. I'm sorry, tough loss for the Ravens. They were very confident, and honestly, I thought the Chiefs were going to get blown out because I, I sat there and I told my son to ask my dad, "What do you think is going to win?" I said, "You know, son, like Noah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be um, Baltimore by a blowout. I think the defense was going to carry them to a dub because it, their defense is nice. Because we can't, though they played well against Miami, eh? That was at home, cold weather." They played well against um, Buffalo. I think Josh Allen pretty much put cost him the game. A couple of passes he could have hit. They could have lost that game. But then now this game, I think, nah, the Ravens are too good. They're at home. They'll be prepared. There's no reason why we we should even have this conversation about the um, this game. It's going to be a blowout. The only close game is going to be the second game between the Lions and the 49ers. But KC um, came out early on. Mahomes was, what, 11 for 11? He sat there and he, and he was able to um, help out and, and, and establish a lead. And they, and they closed the game. You feel bad. You feel like – you feel bad for, for Zay Flowers, man, you know, um, you see, we always tell people, bro, if you're gonna be out here taunting and being cocky about stuff, make sure you make sure you sit there and you do your thing. Cause y'all sitting there tossing and throwing balls and doing that and doing this, and then to 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 have a fumble at the goal line, ah, bro, you gotta be quiet, bro. You can't you can't sit here and do all that, man. You got you gotta you gotta calm down because because you're <laughs> you're you're tripping, bro. So, um, yeah, tough loss, man. Ravens just going to have a long, long off season, a long, long uh, six, seven months to get ready to get back to this. Because these opportunities are come few and far between. There's only, there's, um, the Patriots and the um, Chiefs are, are anomalies. Don't, don't, don't expect this to happen where you're constantly having these opportunities. You have to really... When you get a chance, especially because you know what's going to happen next year, they're going to retool. They're going to get some receivers. 
They're gonna get, um, I think Kelsey might retire, bro. I think Kelsey's going to retire. If they win a Super Bowl, Kelsey's going to retire um, with his brother. I think they're going to just keep doing podcasts, like keep messing with Taylor Swift, and I think he's going to retire because um, he's lost a step. He's, he's you know, it's if it wasn't for Mahomes and the way they, you know, little nuances there, he wouldn't be as efficient as he is. He's playing with probably one of the best QBs of all time. So he, he, you know, I think he's going to get to a point now where he's going to be touring with Taylor Swift out there on albums and chilling. So um, maybe next year if this happens and Andy Reid retires and there's a change. I think if Andy Reid retires, they're going to hire that guy, the bull that, that coached the um, Bears, Nagy. Yeah, and he was a disaster. So I think they may have hired him and just to keep the continuity um, I think that's gonna be the, the 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 leadership, and then we'll see. Like you know, these these bro, let's not take these for granted. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes though. I think I mentioned this last week on the podcast. I said, listen, if he wins this game, then he's officially on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. I can't say he's the greatest of all time. But I could definitely say he's an all-time great. If he ends his career right now, right, right now, he, his career ends, regardless of what happens um, in two weeks, he is. He's not. He's he's not better than Brady. He is. I think he's better than Peyton Manning. I think right now the only question is: Is he better than Joe Montana? And I have to say yes. I think he's right now the second best QB in of all time. I think it's him. I think it's Brady, Mahomes, Montana, and Peyton Manning as best QBs of all time. I think those are the guys that are on the Mount Rushmore. And I, I wouldn't call them all-time great. It's tough. You know, using a basketball analogy and – Again, hear me out. I think LeBron is Tom Brady and Steph is Patrick Mahomes. I think LeBron is Brady because of longevity. You know, um, Brady Brady lost a bunch of Super Bowls as well. He didn't um, he didn't win every Super Bowl, but because of his longevity and what he's done and his impact on a game, I think um, I think he he's LeBron. I think that that's the the best analogy I would have because of his longevity and able to do it with different teams, um, AB, a, able to do it um, uh, to do it with with you know in different generations and also if you if you're honest if you're um, you know his 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 um, the talent around him was off always minimal minimal you know the Patriots were not were not used to sitting here and um, spending money on talent. That's why they're stuck right now. They kept this quote-unquote patriot way of just minimal talent and a great QB. And now the great QB is not there, and they're struggling. So Tom Brady, to me, is LeBron. You know, the way the, these Jordan fans sit there and say, oh, six for six. LeBron can't, I mean, LeBron can't compare to Mike because he's six for six. Shut up. Give me, and I always ask, give me another 
reason why LeBron is is, is not better than Jordan. Ah, oh, you can't. Well, no, no matter. All that matters is six for six. You play to win the game. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Okay. And every other category, LeBron best Michael. So so cut it out. Um, yeah. So I think that that's the that's his comp. LeBron is Brady. Brady's seven and three in Super Bowls. Um, I think LeBron is is the same is is the best person to to compare to Tom Brady and Mahomes is Steph, like a weird light skin freak of nature that's doing things and doing number things that we have never seen before with so much hard work and natural talent. Like he's the I think I think Mahomes is the face of the NFL. And Steph, real like honestly, if we're honest, Steph is the poster boy for the NBA. Steph does no wrong, right? He never gets blamed. It's never his fault. It's always because of you know people around him. Uh, Mahomes never gets any blame. It's because of his receivers. These guys are perfect in everyone's eyes, in the media's eyes. I think Mahomes, you know, is Steph Curry, like you know that that freak of nature guy, but. The difference between Steph Curry and Mahomes is is Mahomes' postseason success. It is the fact that Mahomes led his teams to super, to to championships. The one knock we have with Steph and why Steph is not in tier one yet is because of the fact he won uh, one, two, three, four titles and one Finals MVP, which means that in these in these in these finals. They were players who were better than him on his own team, so he didn't lead his team to Super Bowl to to, to NBA Finals. So that that is a big difference between Steph and Mahomes. But I think Mahomes right now is number two, and if he messes around and gets a couple more titles and continues what he's doing for a few more years, and you know, um, especially if he like if uh, Andy Reid leaves, and you know, it's just him and what he's doing and he gets all the credit for it uh man especially if like he leaves and and, and kelsey leaves when he goes back to the super bowl bro bowl bowl will be knocking at at tom brady's door as crazy as it sounds and people were like oh no one no one can be better than a goat bro let me tell you something if he messes around and does that he'll be he'll be right at tom brady's door trying to try to go for the goat because if i'm honest Speaking of f- pure talent, let's forget Super Bowl wins. Let's forget resume. Let's forget all that other stuff, right? Into the pure arm talent and leadership, I want to. I I think Patrick Mahomes is the best QB I've ever seen in my life. Better than Peyton Manning. Better than Joe Montana. Better than Tom Brady. Pure talent and elevating, like being a leader, elevating your team, and 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 doing the most with what you have. Arm talent and and just reading, you know, reading defenses, adjusting and not taking sacks and making the right play. I'll, I'll take Patrick Mahomes over everybody. And this is not hyperbole. This is not this is not clickbait. I think this talent, right? This talent wise, he's the best QB I've ever seen in my life. He's the best QB I've ever seen in my life because the only reason why folks picked. Um, KC, the few that did was because of Patrick Mahomes. That he is the he is the he has the, op- the ability 
to kind of offset how the 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 talent and the and the on the, on their defense. If anybody could figure them out, it's 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 Patrick Mahomes, and for the first half he did, ten for ten. You know what I'm saying on 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 passes to start a game, it's unreal. Seventeen points in the first half, unreal. So I think you know, and again, let's not forget his receivers didn't get any better. He still had had Rice and MVS and Kelsey and um, all those guys who were dropping passes. Those passes, those guys were still there. So I think we we have to kind of you know understand like yeah, th- there's a it, it, it's always tricky when it comes to these goat conversations. If you're talking about talent, you talk about skill, Patrick Mahomes. But if you want to incorporate skill plus resume in, in the entire you know conversation. Then we gotta look at Tom Brady because um, his his longevity and his ability as a um, as a QB um, and his ability to win and go and what what solidified it for me was his his win in Tampa. That was like up. Oh, he's a goat, bro. That's that's LeBron. LeBron winning in Miami, Cleveland, and LA. That that's that's the goat, bro. Again, same thing. He elevates his guys around him. So. Um, yeah, this 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 puts this elevates this elevates Tom um, Patrick Mahomes in the goat conversation. It, it 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 elevates it elevates him. It elevates what where he is, and that was an all time great performance. Yes, a lot of it was Lamar Jackson not stepping up, but <laughs> respectfully, those two aren't in the same room. Uh, t- Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson as quarterbacks are not in the same stratosphere, bro. Not even in the same combo. And it's just arm talent. The running is cool. You want to account for that, but the arm talent, bro. We can't. We can't. We can't do it. You know what I'm saying? We can't. We can't ignore it. So we 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 sit here and and we give Patrick Mahomes his problem. That's difficult. As painful as it is, because I hate the guy. But um we gotta give him his props for what he's doing. On the NFC side, the 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 Lions choked away a win and a chance to go to their first Super Bowl. I, you you had, you had fans crying in the stands. I felt sick, bro. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I the last thing I wanted was a Chiefs San Fran um Super Bowl. Like all, you know, all this red, all this this theory about it being predetermined and the colors of the Super Bowl logo meant that it was gonna be the Ravens and setting up. It was it's, it's an all red. It's a bloody Super Bowl, and I I did not want to see these teams play again. I'm sorry. Like I really really wanted um, to spend the next two weeks to hear a story about the Detroit Lions and what what you know they're experiencing, man. Like that that town has the worst basketball team. In the in the NBA, they have the worst baseball team in the in, in the MLB, and now they have to go through this, bro. That has to suck, man. I, I feel for these guys, bro. You know, the the big question though is, was Dan Campbell right for sitting here and being able to um, go for a fourth down? Um, no, I think you know, as a pastor, you know, one of the things you find in leadership. Is that you, there's certain times you must use intellect. Yeah, that whole, you know, 
got guts and I got got to stay true to who I am. Uh, as a leader, you you have to tap into your intellect. Everything doesn't does not um, require a gut instinct and being true to who you are. It's all you see. We often get in trouble in this analytical generation, where they these analytics does not factor in variables. The the sheet could probably say, "Hey, you're supposed to go for it on fourth down here," or "We always go for it on fourth down here and fourth and two and thirty yard line and X Y Z." But then the variable is, "Hey, my team is reeling. I need a score. Let me take the field goal, right?" If I score this field goal here, make it a, I, I, all I need was a touchdown to come back. I could save my timeouts. X Y Z X Y Z. These are the things that we find in in using intellect. You know, and again, to to refer to my personal life, there is no manual for being a pastor. There is no book I can go to to say this is what you have to do as, as a pastor and have guided me. Outside of the Bible and speaking to the Lord, I have no other guide in pastoring people. You get different books giving you advice as to what has worked for other people or what you should do. But because you're dealing with human beings, there's so many elements, so many variables that you can't account for in your formula or you can't account for it before. So Dan Campbell, as much as I love the guy, man, and I and I like what he's doing and his passion and crying and you sat here and I'm not saying cost the team, but you put your team in a bad spot. Furthermore, I think the biggest, possibly the biggest reason why these guys also were behind the eight ball was about a minute ago. Third and goal. They sat there and ran the ball which forced them to use a timeout. It was stupid. Yes, if you look at the play, this guy, uh, Jameson Williams, missed a block. And you look at this and you look at that and you, you saw it. That is 100% correct. But what I also saw was you have to use one of your three timeouts because the clock was running as opposed to being able to kick the ball off and have all three of your timeouts and getting the ball back with about 45 seconds to go. So, and again, this is analytics, this is gut, but uh, um, you cannot always rely on your gut for everything. Sometimes you have to sit and use intellect, use reason, um, use wisdom as a leader, right? You can't say, well, I always go for it. I don't care if it's game one or it's a Super Bowl, I'm going for it. Then that's stupid because every situation is different. You may have gone for it 99 times, but this 100th time, it warrants for you to sit back and be like, yo, let's get some points. Let's calm everything down. Let's, let's, let's shorten this lead to make it easy for us going forward. He did, bro. And, I, and I'm not going to lie. I was at the crib watching the game. I was sick, bro. Because I, A, I did not want to see a, a 49ers and Chiefs Super Bowl. I hate both of those teams. And I... I don't want to watch it, but you know, I guess I have to. But also, just for that, for that city, for that fan base, they had a watch party at um, Ford Field. It was packed, and just, and just to 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 sit there.
and to be able to like watch your team have a complete meltdown and choke it away it's tough you know um and San Fran had a lot of fortunate bounces the IU catch was a fortunate bounce but I think I think outside of the the bad coaching calls I think the biggest play in that game was when right after that IU touchdown the next drive first play they fumbled the ball I think that was okay dang they're about to lose this game when they fumbled that ball and I sort of look in their eyes I'm like yo they're about to mess around and lose this game. And that's crazy. Because San Fran was dead. Nothing. And for them to lose that game was is was is crazy, man. Um but hopefully, I mean, the the Lions are a decent team. They have um an opportunity. I think it's just so much riding like with, with the NFL, you know, all these guys coming back. Can you keep this team together? This guy has his contract and a lot of these things that we Say hey, they'll be back, but you don't know if they can't come back, because a we cannot forget that um, we have an emerging Jordan Love in the NFC North. Also, the Bears are going to get better, I believe, because towards the end of the year, the ba- the Bears beat the uh, Lions, and they should have beat them twice. So the that division is going to get tougher, and Kirk Cousins, who was out. Uh, because of a torn Achilles, he he'll be back possibly in Minnesota. So it might not be an easy road for the Lions to get back to that Super Bowl. You know, so especially a team that's just not used to not used to winning. Like I I, I um text my boys in the group chat. I was like, yo, this it's the Lions being the Lions. <laughs> they they these certain teams just find ways to lose these games, and um. It sucks, man. It sucks selfishly because I wanted to see them in the Super Bowl um, and not San Fran. But also, it's just for that city, for that fan base. You know, it's a tough. Like, and, and all these guys, like, even Jared Goff, man, he was always said, uh, he was a product of Sean McVay. Not saying he's a top tier QB, but just to be able to lead another team to the Super Bowl. Would have been something dope, and unfortunately, that was taken away from. Him. And I and I, you know, I was thinking last night. I was like, you know, the Lions were 0-16 at one time in their career, in their franchise history. And I asked, what it is it worse to be 0-16, or is it worse to have a loss like this, like a half away from the Super Bowl? I think. The latter is worse. I'd rather go 0 and 16. <laughs> Yo, I'd rather go 0 and 16 than to sit here and be uh, 30 minutes away from the Super Bowl and knowing I choked it away. Bro, nah, give me 0 and 16. Because Team 0 and 16 could be a team of vibes, bro. You lose a game, by Monday you're over it, but you guys are having a good time. It's a, it's a vibe. This right here, no one, no one talked in the locker room. There was no dancing. There was no vibes. There was no, no chatting. These guys were done with it. They were done after this game, because they were so broken. They, they were crying. They were that, that that plane ride was quiet when they touched down back into Detroit, and the fans were probably waiting for them at the airport. Tears. Got got to talk. Got got to see your misses and go back to your kids. Nah, I'll take zero and sixteen. 
I'll take 0-16. Yo, hit me up. I mean, that's, that's the question of the day. 0-16 or one, one half away from the Super Bowl, which, which one would you take? I'm I'm voting for 0-16 because 0-16 can still be a team of vibes, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, you're making history on the wrong, on the wrong side of history, but you're making history. You're having a good time. You know you suck. You know you're trash. You're just here having fun and, and enjoying the vibe. So I'll take the 0-16 over that because I'm not a Lions fan and I'm sick. I can only imagine what the Lions fans are feeling. You feel you let your city down, your you let, let your family down, your owners down. You feel like um, you choked away. You're, you're gonna be part of history as being as having a chance to win this game, but you choked it away. Nah, bro. Give me 0 and 16. Give me no expectations because when you're 0 and 16, you're not disappointed. You know you're trash. They had expect they they're disappointed because they believed a coming into the game they probably felt they, they could have win the game. B especially after that first set, they're like, yo, this is, this is going to be calm. We're going, yo, yo, um, they were in the, in the locker room texting family, yo, how many people, how many of y'all coming to the game? How many of y'all coming to the Super Bowl? I need, I, need, I need my ticket count right now so I can put it in before it's too late. They were chilling and then to sit there in this like an avalanche was, um, was out here. So, um, on the other end, big ups to the Niners, big up to my boy Sherwin who's a, a true Niner fan, big up to Zach. My other boy Jude, real Niners fan, respect y'all. Pray that you guys um, um enjoy this. I'm I'm not gonna be rooting for you. I don't know who I want. I want to win. I should be a good friend, right? And just like want my my friends to win. Nah, I like chaos. I I like I like I like to like like I like to see if, if I can't win, you can't win. So um, yeah, I'll figure it out. Nonetheless, on Niners side. It, Unlike 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 uh, Lamar Jackson, Bro- Brock Purdy is has has used this playoffs to establish him as a franchise QB. I can't believe I'm saying it, but he still has some questions because of the fact he needs ideal conditions. Because that that Green Bay game when it was that Green Bay game when it was raining and he couldn't throw the ball, that was a bad look for him. But for him to come back and play so well, uh, even like scramble and run the ball as well as he did and being calm and winning that, he's not elite, but I think you, have, you, you must pay him. At the very least, a franchise tag. He's better than, than Daniel Jones, tell you that, who got four years, 160. But yeah, he's 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 shown that he's it's two years now. He's been at a very high level. You know, Maybe he's a system QB, maybe, but so is Jalen Hurts, right? So is Jalen Hurts. Um, so, um, he's up there. He, if he, he can't deny his numbers, he can't deny the fact under pressure he was able to perform and calm his team down. And where does he rank? You know, that, that, that's a tricky part. Is he, you know, I, I don't put him up with tier two. I, I can't put him ahead of, ahead of guys like Jalen Hurts. He's not ahead of Lamar Jackson. He's not ahead of, um, Dak. I mean, I mean, I think I think for you to be a top tier is to say, listen, I could trade you tomorrow, put you on the Giants, put you on the Commanders, and you'll make a and you'll make these same plays. If Brock Purdy was a free agent tomorrow, he's not getting big top money. He's not. He's not. So so I, so before we anoint him as one of the top QBs and call him being elite. He's he's not elite. 
he has I mean, based on his performance and leading your team to two to one NFC championship and you got hurt and, and then to the Super Bowl and the best record in the NFC, gotta get that boy credit, bro. Gotta get that boy he may not look the part, but it's relevant, blah blah blah. But I think um he's up there. He's he's levels, bro. He's levels, man, and and they stepped up, man. I, 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 that's the one guy. That's the one guy that. I mean, the defense stepped up in the second half, but I think a lot of it is Detroit choking and stop running because they were they ran so well in the first half. They they at one point they had a they had the most in the first half they they had the most rushing yards that that Shanahan has ever allowed. Um, in his playoff career, so he got all of that. So. It was the running that got them up there. You know, Jared Goff's numbers weren't crazy. It was just they kept running the ball and found ways to, to stop it. They stopped running. That's what happened. They stopped running. They got shook. They choked. They literally choked. But the defense did what they had to do, made a couple of stops, and then Brock Birdie just managed the game. Like, he was able to make some big-time throws, um, avoid pressure, scramble when he had to scramble. So, it's, you know, it's, it sounds crazy, but we have to get that boy some respect. Because what he's doing, what he did was nice, man. So, um, yeah, man. So it's it's San Fran, it's um, San Fran and the Chiefs in a Super Bowl, and we'll see what's next. We have a lot of time to dissect that, a lot of time to talk about that. Um, but you know, interesting, interesting conference championship weekend. You have two two QBs, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes that either solidified or raised their, their ranking in terms of QBs. Um, and Tom, and Patrick Mahomes is, is sitting here not even worried about present time. He's he's fighting all time. He's fighting legacy. And you got a QB and Lamar Jackson, man. And, and as much as I knew it was going to happen, I knew it, I, I didn't have faith in him. It just sucks to see him go through that. You hate seeing a person fail. But... He's he's not him, bro. This is why teams didn't want to spend all that money on him because they know he was limited. That's all I'm saying, man. Tell what you guys think. Um, hit me up on TikTok. Hit me up on um, Twitter. See what you guys think. Tell me how you guys feel. Um, but uh, thank you for listening. And today, thank you for for tolerating me because you know I love sharing my heart. Love sharing sports. There's two things I know about, Jesus and sports. Thank you for listening. God bless y'all. I love y'all, man. Peace.